0: You are listening to the Thinking Big Podcast, episode number seven, Dr. G's five do's for a healthy lifestyle. In today's episode, we're going to be thinking bigger into our health. Today we're going to be talking about health and how we can live a healthier lifestyle and I want to tell you we've got a special guest on the podcast today Dr. G. Uh, I know Greg from Mastermind that we're in and and he has some fantastic information uh, to share and talk to us about today so I really want to welcome Dr. G to the show. Well, thanks.
1: I I appreciate you, first of all, having me on this podcast. My goal is to uh, bring a ton of value to people and uh, try to improve people's lives. Um, So my name's uh, uh, Greg Persley. I'm a a chiropractic physician. Um, I'm more, uh, I guess, informally known as Dr. G. That's just kind of how people know me. But um, yeah, I've owned a chiropractic practice for 13 years. But what I found out was treating people one-on-one was great. But uh, it wasn't impacting enough lives for me. And so I started to really reach out um, and created a speaking business and a website and uh, online programs in order to streamline um, people's goals, you know, in order for them to get where they want to go quicker. And like Tony Robbins talks about the art of fulfillment and be fulfilled at the end. Um, Yeah, so many people end up in a place and they just are like... I, this is not what I thought it it was going to be. So, right. uh, yeah.
0: Well, that's fantastic. So I know some of the programs that you have, you know, we've, we've talked a little bit is, you know, the, the personal growth program and the think and lose weight program. I'm really interested in that think and lose weight program, you know, for people that have been on my podcast, they know that uh, I'd say back in 2003 timeframe, I was almost 300 pounds. Uh, so I was, wow. I was getting up there and, and, uh, ended up dropping about uh, hundred pounds and ended up going right. on to doing, you know, Iron Man and, and things like that. So I think that is a huge, a huge thing for, uh, especially for, for, you know, the, the US. I mean, it is, uh, to me, it's an epidemic that, uh, of where we're at.
1: Yeah. I'll give you a little backstory about it. Um, so back 11 years ago, um, my wife and I had been married for a couple of years. We had a, a one-year-old daughter and, uh, she got pregnant with our son and he was born in May of 2008 and he was born with dwarfism, and um, very random, very rare uh, genetic change in the third trimester, and basically it means the bones don't grow as long as they uh, they should, and then it also had other complications, so he ended up spending about six months out of his first year in the hospital, and, and multiple hospital stays, he got a trach put in, he had a vent attached to him, uh, he was on full life support for multiple years, and during that time, uh, I was trying to run a practice, keep the family together, um, you know, still make money. Uh, but we went through every amount of stressor that you could think of, mental, emotional, physical, chemical, um, all of it, and financial, too. Oh, my gosh, that was that was part of it, too. And what happened is I wasn't really focusing on my health. I wasn't focusing on what I was eating. And so I gained a bunch of weight as well. And in the practice, people would come in and they would say, oh, I want to lose weight. And even I would say, I want to lose weight. I knew how to do it, right? I would tell them how to do it. But they they would come back a week later or a month later. And I'd say, Oh, have you been doing it? And they'd say, No, I haven't. And so it got me thinking, well, why? You know, if if you're saying you want a goal, and I'm telling you how to do it, why aren't you doing it? Why aren't you reaching that goal? <laughs> and so that's where think and lose weight became, um, It's it grew, started growing, you know, 10, 11 years ago was Uh, It was the mentality, the thought process, the precursor of choosing a program or even doing a program. You don't really need one, honestly. Right. And uh, so this is, it's a lifelong journey and this teaches you how to stick with it and do that. So I have a question for you though. I mean, what was the moment? Do you remember where you were like, this is unacceptable. I got to do something different.
0: Really? I think it was more when my granddaughter was born that uh, I knew I had to change shit and you know change the way I was doing things what I was doing and what people don't realize is it's losing weight is so simple it's it is a it is once you do it it, it's so simple it's doing it is complicated it's it's not complicated it's hard but once you do it once you change your mindset and you change how you know not only how you see yourself but how you Mm -hmm. see things you know that's when things change you know people don't realize that Ninety something percent of what we do is out of habit, and if you have if you have a crappy habit, I don't care how much you try focusing your conscious mind on something for a week or two weeks, you know, the second you kind of lose focus, you're you're back to your old habits, and that's you know that's where I absolutely you have to change those habits. I tell
1: people that all the time. I literally tell people that every single day. I'm like, I can sum up weight loss in one statement, and that's if you want to lose weight. You got to change your habits. Um, And then in in the other program that I have on there, which is kind of similar to Think Lose Weight, but it's more about um, personal growth. It's called the Personal Growth Program. Same thing. If you want a better relationship, you have to change your habits. If you want a better uh, financial outcome, uh, you got to change your habits. It doesn't matter. It's just the things that you do repetitively, daily, over and over, the fallback plan that you've set for yourself ends up in a result. And if you don't like the result, you have to change the habits. The hard part is for people is that is in in essence it changes. You have to change who you are, and that's terrifying. Scares the hell out of every you know of people. It's terrifying. Oh man, I have to change who I am. Yeah, you have to change who you are mentally. You have to change the the boundaries you've set for your mind. Yeah, and that's literally what Think and Lose Weight goes through is this process of of of, I don't know, looking into your own mind and then figuring out what are those habits? Why do you have those habits? And then starting to replace those with new ones Right. You, um, and then heading off any of the problems that are going to come about. Yeah, because you, let me tell you, there's going to be problems.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and you, you've got to reprogram yourself. You know, I I explained it to some people is that, you know, if, I'm in it, you know, I've been an it person for my whole life. So I always reference back to computer stuff. But if, if you're a computer and you're, and you're uh And you have a printout, you know, you've, you've created this program and it does a printout. You can change that printout all you want. You can change that result all you want, but it's not going to change the program. The second you do it again, it's going to print the same damn thing out over and over until you go in and you change the programming until you change the habit. It's going to print the same, same shit out every time.
1: Yeah. And so when I looked at the stats, I'm like, well, 95% of diets fail. Well, why? Why did ninety-five percent fail? Or um, what I mean by fail is, is the people end up gaining the weight back to where they were, or even worse, right. they've gained more. Oh yeah, and uh, and and physi- physiologically, it's actually worse on your body to gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight, gain weight, lose weight at such a rate right. that most people do. And and really, if you think about it, when you go into a diet, your the the mindset is I'm going to lose a bunch of weight quick. And that's not physiologically the way your body works. Nope. It, it's not healthy for you. It doesn't work. Uh, it's not a long-term solution, but everybody wants that. Oh, I'm getting ready for the beach. I got to lose 30 pounds in yep. 30 days. That the sounds like pill. amazing. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> it sounds like an amazing marketing uh, tool. Man, I can market the heck out of that, but it's not legitimate, uh, you know, going to going to help you long-term. So that's what thinking and lose weight really is, man. It's, it's the process of diving deep into yourself. And I tell people all the time, it's not for everybody. Yeah. It, it's for people that actually want to change. Um, I got, a I got a really good story about a lady one time and we were going through the program, her and I, uh, I do personal consulting as well. If people want that me as a, as a crutch or, or um, as somebody that can guide them or a mentor, but I was working with this lady going through the, this program and I ended up refunding her money because Within the first few days, we, she finally admitted that she didn't actually want to lose weight. It sounded good in her head, but she didn't actually want to lose weight because right. she used it as leverage to not have to do things she didn't want to do. Right. Like her friends would say, oh, you want to come out? She'd say, oh, I'm tired you because know, I'm overweight. <laughs> and, and or her husband. Oh no, I I, I don't. You know, we're not going to go to the bedroom because you know I'm overweight. <laughs> right. So she would use it. And uh, so, stories uh, we play. You gotta, yeah, you got to identify those things.
0: Yeah, that's uh, and, and it's people just don't realize that. And what I I think what makes it harder is uh, you know, our current you know food supply, our current the our current way we think in the U.S. is just screwed up on food. It it really is. It's like, you know, people want that, you know, just like they want to, you know, lose weight immediately. They want to eat quick. They want to, you know, the the food supply we have and all the processed food we have here, just to me, that's one of our biggest downfalls is it's, it's almost impossible for, unless they go back to a, you know, I don't want to say a raw diet, but where they know what's in their food and they know how to, you know, make the food. You, You cannot outwork, you cannot Outwork out a bad diet. I don't yeah, care. Right. You you can you can go to the gym for twenty hours a day, but if you're still eating crappy, you're still yep. not going to lose weight. It's just not going to happen. Now you can't outwork that. And you're that, absolutely right. Yeah, that was one there's, of my biggest guy, things. Uh,
1: I, I worked at the YMCA for a while back when I was in grad school, and I was working with one of the um, uh, NFL umpires, you know, the guy that stands right behind the defensive line and right behind the linebackers, um, they're called umpires. And I was working with him and he wanted to, uh, lose some weight. And so, you know, he's, he's like, I don't get it. You know, I I need to hire you as a trainer because I don't, I don't understand why I'm not losing weight. And I said, well, let's look at what you're doing. And he was working out twice a day and he was working out really hard and he was gaining muscle, but he, he wasn't losing fat. His percentages were all. And I said, okay, well, what's your diet like? And he told me, And the guy, I mean, he was consuming 5,000 calories a day. And I'm like, (laughs) I said, man, you're not going to lose weight if you're consuming this much food, man. And that's not Uh, hard at
0: McDonald's to hit 5,000 calories.
1: (laughs) Oh, no, 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 it's not. I mean, but when you're burning, you know, burning 5,000 and eating 5,000, you're not going to lose weight. It's not just calories in, calories out. There is a lot that goes into what you actually eat too. But I try to make it simple for people. And for most people, I tell them, um, I have something called the five do's of health. Okay. And I actually have another thing called the five don'ts so I can combine them, the five do's and five don'ts of health. Um, but I I tell people even simpler than that, two things, there are two things that are killing us in this country. You want to know what those are? I'm sure you do. (laughs) (laughs) Sure. The listeners do anyway. Um, the, the two things, number one, water intake, people don't get enough water or they Drink things that have so much added stuff to them that it depletes them of water. One of the two, and I'm not saying you can't have anything else, but you know, just look at how much water intake you 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 have every day. And the first thing is, uh, or the the trick is, is half your body weight in ounces per day is a simple way. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you want to drink at least 100 ounces of water per day. It's a simple, basic, you know. Let's not make it too complicated. Water intakes number one. Right. Number two. The other thing is, if if somebody wants to come in and they they say I want to lose weight, but they don't have they don't want to buy a program or they don't uh, you want to do anything too complicated. I say okay, then that's the first thing: is water. The second thing is eliminate added sugar out of your diet.
0: And that is almost impossible on processed food. I would I go it's, and look. It's at almost
1: you're absolutely right. Bread, almost impossible. Bread,
0: milk, any, almost anything we have in this now is. is you know, filled with, uh, yeah. filled with sugars. Yeah. It's- and the sad
1: thing is, is that, you know, our, this, our society is so driven by commercials and, and companies that, that want to promote their products, which is fine, but people are so confused. Like people come in and say, oh, well I drank orange juice and I'm like, yeah, that's, that's got tons of sugar. unless it's fresh squeezed, you know, they add sugar to it. And I explain like this, I'm like, look, have you ever had two oranges back to back that tasted the exact same? they're going to be a little sweeter on one, a little more orangey on one, whatever. They have different tastes, even off the same tree. So then how can you go to Florida and buy a Tropicana orange juice and go to California and buy a Tropicana orange juice and they look and taste the exact same, the same color, the same taste, everything. Well, yep. because they take all these oranges and it says fresh oranges, but they take all the oranges and they, they fresh squeeze them and then they put them in this vat and then they go, okay, we have to meet our company standards for what we want our orange juice to taste like. So then they alter it to make it look and taste that way. Right. And people, when they, when you put it like that, people go, Oh my gosh, I never thought about that. So the, the five dues and hopefully this, you know, like I said, I want to add value to people and I'll I'll explain these real quick. If that's okay.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um,
1: Yeah. Okay. So yeah. Five dues. Number one is water. And these are in order of importance too. Water is number one. Your body has to have water in order to lose weight. There's three ways that your body gets rid of fat, urine, feces, and sweat, and all three of them need water. So that's number one, is water. Number two is um, fresh fruits and vegetables, and if you can, get organic fresh fruits and vegetables. The simple fact is, the, the closer that something is to the way it was made in nature, the easier it is for your body to get nutrition out of it. That's the whole point of eating is to get nutrition and energy out of the food that you're eating. And we forget that we think it's about pleasure. It's not about pleasure. It's about survival. Yeah. And so the fresher it is and the more natural it is, organic is a real thing. People have said, well, they're just trying to charge more. I said, no, (laughs) to be certified organic, it has to have certain um, quality, um, you know standards. Uh, so anyway, water, then fresh fruits and vegetables. Number three is lean protein. Lean protein can come from certain uh, vegetables, certain seeds, certain nuts. Uh, lean, uh, uh, lean like chicken or turkey or gay, wild game or fish. I mean, there's lots of ways to get lean protein. Healthy fats. You have to have healthy fats. There was a fad in the '90s. If you don't want to be fat, don't eat fat. And that's when margarine that and all yep. this became popular, which is ridiculous. Um, your body has to have fats. There's something called essential fatty acids. They are essential to yep. life, and you have to consume them. You cannot make them. And that's, in my opinion, you know why Parkinson's and Alzheimer's and all these um, diseases of the brain and, and nerves are becoming a major issue now.
0: I agree. Is because
1: of all, all the years that people didn't eat any, any essential fatty acids.
0: And what's so What's funny, fats, what's funny on what's, uh, what's funny on on the healthy fats is. You know, coming from a you know an athletic background of doing endurance sports like you know the Ironman, where you you, you're running, you're you're swimming, you're biking all this time, people think that you have to have carbohydrates to do that. I would actually train on almost pure fat. Yeah. It yeah, perfect energy to burn, long lasting. It it perfect.
1: It's it's amazing. You know, science it doesn't lie, but people get confused because there's so many articles and things that are really skewed trying to promote a product or a service or something and what i'm trying to do is give people reality right and reality is if you stick to these five that so that was number four and uh, the fifth one is is you have to be active and i don't mean like i don't use the word exercise it just people get a con- negative connotation with exercise oh i gotta drive to the gym i gotta do this i gotta do that and they have this definition And i'm like no, no just be active take a walk or be more active a little bit than you were yesterday, right? It's a walk, it's stretching. It's whatever. It doesn't matter. Take a swim, walk through water. It, it doesn't matter. Just be more active, clean your house. I don't know. Just be more active. Um, but the first four uh, are, are so simple. And so when people go, well, can I eat cereal? And I go, well, go through the first four. Is it water? <laughs> is it a fruit and, fruit and vegetable? Is it a healthy fat? And is it a lean protein? And if, if it doesn't meet those four, then don't eat it. Yep. If you want to lose weight, it, it's literally that simple. Yeah. But um, unfortunately, we've built uh, these connections on our brain, like, um, you know, food equals pleasure. Uh, and then if we believe that, then we turn to food as our habit Yeah. Uh, when we're upset or frustrated or tired or lonely or any of these, yep. you know, negative things that you don't enjoy feeling.
0: Yeah. Because if you're um, if you're doing all those, for, you know, you're doing those things in two weeks when you're kind of your focus is off that and you have a crappy day or even something good happens, Hey, let's celebrate your yeah. mind, your yeah. mind, your subconscious tells you, Hey, <laughs> let's, let's go get a piece of cake or let's, you know, that, yeah, it does it.
1: You say things like, uh, I deserve this. And you're like, what? I mean, deserve, you just, I always ask people this, they, the especially the people that turn to food for pleasure to try to mask pain. I ask them, okay, you get the pleasure when you eat it how do you feel 20 minutes later? Right, And almost 100% of the time they go, well, I feel like crap. I'm tired, I'm lethargic, I'm, you know, whatever, achy, sore, all these negative things, I'm bloated. And I'm like, right, so do you really get the pleasure you think you get out of that? Or is it just a very temporary pleasure? And uh, so one of the things we talk about in, in the program is, we identify the negative habits that you have the habits that don't serve you and we start working on replacing them with habits that do and then it, it over, you do that repetitively enough that becomes the new habit and uh you know tony robbins talks about this a lot with you cannot take a cd out you have to replace it <laughs> you know like if your your cd is the the program you're running in your brain right you can't just take it out you got to take it out, scratch the crap out of it and replace it with a new CD. <laughs> and that's what we're trying to do. With people.
0: Yeah. So, uh, yeah, and that's, man, I'm telling you this, I could talk for, for, uh, hours on this. This is something that, uh, is near and dear to me. It's something that I think is a, a huge, again, a huge issue within, uh, uh, within really our whole environment nowadays. And I know that, uh, you know, for your listeners and for my listeners, you know, one of the things that you're going to do is you're giving away your, uh, you know, your five steps that, uh, you know, you've used to yeah. take your life from ordinary to extraordinary. And we're going to uh, make sure that we get that put on uh, the show notes and put the links on it. And uh, so everyone can get uh, get the link and, and download that and, and use that. But those five things are very critical. And that's uh, that is something that people really need to... And here's the thing. Most people already know a lot of that. It's just, they don't do it as simple as that. They, they don't do it. But
1: yeah. So the question is why? Right. And, and you're right. You're right. Inherently, most people know how to change their life. They know what to do, but they don't do it. And so right. the question is, well, why, you know, why don't you do it? Right. Why? And so when we start really diving into that, um, then we start uncovering things that you didn't even know were there. And I've done this in my own mind. I've done this in my own life, and uh, you start uncovering things. You're like, "Oh my gosh, I had no idea that that was part of me, and that was there the whole time, and that this was my automatic pattern." And so, when we start identifying these things and saying, "Okay, well, this doesn't do what I want it to do," so how can I make a change and do it automatically? Right. And that that sounds like well, that's really simple, but it's just it's conscious um, thought and conscious, um, activity until it becomes a subconscious activity. Right. And when it becomes subconscious, that's when you've actually changed who you are. That's right. when your, your fallback habit is now this different thing.
0: Right. And it's, yeah, it's getting that habit and people, people don't realize how many times that they actually program themselves with habits and it becomes second nature to them. And they don't realize they even do it. You know, one of the, to me, one of the great examples is driving, you know, when people first start driving, it is, mm-hmm you have to drive consciously and it's, it's overload. You can't, you know, you can't really drive very well consciously, but once you've, you know, done it for three or four months, all of a sudden you've now, you know, kind of turned that over to your subconscious. And that is a habit that you're able to do while you're hell driving and, and eating a, you know, eating and drinking and putting on makeup. And I see people reading <laughs> yeah. books. I see people, <laughs> you know, it's like, so when you turn good habits over to your, uh, over to your subconscious, it's going to become a habit, just like a bad habit. You know, the problem is, is, good habits are hard to keep in there. <laughs> bad habits seem to seem to grow in there by nature.
1: Yeah, and well, it, I hear what you're saying with that, and it's it's partly because of our society. You know, our society. There's so many messages coming at you. Um, I mean, go around, go around in a day, and just ask people how their day is going, and listen to what they say. Okay. And so this is what we're exposed to all day. Think about it. When you ask somebody, Hey, how you doing? How's your day going? You go, oh, I'm, I'm just getting by. Uh, I'm, I woke up this morning. I'm not dead yet. You know, I mean, those are the type of things you hear all day long from most people. <laughs> Very rarely do you hear somebody go, man, fantastic. Life is great. Yep. I'm loving it, whatever. And, and because of that, people get so downtrodden and that's why those bad habits seem to creep in. And also, socially, it is acceptable to have those bad habits, right? It's totally acceptable to be overweight. It's totally acceptable. And I'm not saying people need to change who they are. That's not my purpose. My purpose is, if you want to change, I'll show you how to do it. Right. Um, But I I don't run around like judging people and, and people get subconscious. By the way, when you get subconscious about something that's your body and your brain and your soul telling you something's not right, right? Uh, that you 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 don't like where you're at when you get subconscious. So if you think somebody's looking at you and and uh, whatever and looking at you wrong or looking at you and saying that you think they're judging uh, they're judging you, it's because internally you right. take responsibility. You feel like something's wrong with you. Right. And so that's the moment where you got to recognize it and go, oh, there, there's something going on here that I don't like where I'm at. What is it? How can I change it? And let's start changing it. But in our society, like I said, it has become so acceptable to be subpar or to be depressed or to be tired or to eat like crap or it's just, it's, just, it's so acceptable. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Look, look around, yeah. Um, go to Walmart. I wish I had a, I wish I had a, a badge and I was like the, the food place or something. <laughs> I could go around to Walmart and be like, you don't need this and you don't need that. And this is crap. What else? yeah and it's, and it's, um,
0: it, education people need to be educated on the food that they're eating and absolutely. people, people and- i know before i lost weight i honestly just did not even think about it like that until right. i actually started losing weight i didn't know what i didn't know and i didn't realize how bad the stuff was that i was eating i just didn't didn't even realize it you know i was uneducated well,
1: because- they don't. Yeah, but you know, food companies don't want you to know that. Exactly. Stuff. Uh, I mean, I had a guy argue with me, telling me that Special K was healthy. I'm like, no, it's not. It's really, it's not healthy. He's like, I lost weight on it. I said, because there's nothing essential in it. It's like, I mean, there's no.
0: It's like eating there's cardboard. There's no
1: energy in that food. Your yeah. body's fighting just to like break it down, you know. Um. So yeah, and and I know what people are thinking. You know, like I did those five do's okay and that people are thinking oh man if I eat like that that's going to be so expensive well I, I'd like to, I love to break down common misconceptions and there's two of them in that statement well number one people say oh, it, it's going to be so expensive and I have gone to Walmart and, and whatever schnooks and, and different grocery stores Aldi's and I have looked and done the numbers on buying healthy stuff and buying stuff that is unhealthy. Uh, and what I mean by unhealthy is packaged foods, uh, processed foods, right. things that can sit on the shelf for four years and not go bad. Um, you know, so I've done the math on both of them. They are eg- the exact same, if not slightly less expensive on the healthy food side, okay? And people that I know are gonna think, well, that's, that's ridiculous. The reason why people think it's more expensive to eat healthy is because they have their habits of eating the processed stuff right. and they go on a health kick and then they buy both. They buy the healthy stuff and the processed stuff. And that's why it's twice as, as expensive yeah. <laughs> because they're buying both, uh, you know, like go in there and just buy the apples. Don't buy the apples and the Oreos. Right. Um, so that's, that's the first misconception. And I went to Aldi's one time and brought all this, bought all this healthy stuff. And the lady checking me out is probably eighteen to twenty years old, something like that. And she, I get she gets done, and it was like twenty two dollars or something. And she goes, "Wait!" And she had to recheck because she just assumed that all that healthy stuff, fresh stuff, was going to be more expensive. And right. She literally had, had to check again. Like, wait, that can't be right. I was like, "No, that's that's it, man. It's only the." Like, "I thought that'd be more expensive." Um, so anyway, that, that's the first misconception in there is that. People think it's more expensive, and uh, it's really, really not. Secondly, the other misconception is is they're like, "Well, I'm going to be hungry all the time." Well, your body does not fill up on volume; it fills up on nutrition. And I will say that again because it is so important. Your body does not fill up on volume; it fills up on nutrition. And I will prove my point right now. Have you ever seen or yourself gone and to a pizza place and just demolished an entire pizza or a huge pizza, the you know, a lot of volume oh, or went, yeah. to, went to McDonald's and had a, a, you know, whatever, Big Mac and fries and a soda, lots of calories, right? That's a lot of volume, but there's hardly any nutrition in it, which is why you're like, I got to eat more. I got to eat more. I got to eat more. Now, subsequently, have you ever tried to eat a salad that is all healthy? There's like, you know, nothing processed in it. It's like three, 400 calories, but your body can't, you don't even, you can't even finish it because you're like, man, I'm full. I don't need anymore because your body goes, we've got enough nutrition. So take it, man, if you get anything out of this podcast, it's that right there is that you fill up on nutrition, not volume.
0: Right. And when you fill up on junk, you know, I would notice like when I was starting to lose weight, I would still have kind of those uh, times where I would eat junk late at night. And it's funny the the days that I would stop eating I don't know six thirty seven o'clock on a healthy meal, wake up the next morning, feel fine, not really feel hungry, and then there's yeah. those times where you binge and you eat you know cookies or you eat whatever late at night, and you wake up and you're hungry. Yeah, I mean it's it's amazing.
1: Yeah, uh, one of the parts in in the in the program that that I have is. um, Understanding the physiology of your body, understanding how the body actually works. And if you really think about it, you know, like I said earlier, the point of eating is to provide your body energy in order for it to, you know, for you to do whatever you want. Right. Well, the more energy your body puts into trying to break food down and, and get energy out of it, the less energy you're going to have overall. Right, so does that make sense?
0: Oh, yeah, yeah,
1: okay. so the question becomes, okay, well, what's really easy for my body to break down? Well, it's those five the the first four things in the five do's, which is the water, fruits, vegetables, lean protein and 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 um and healthy fats, really easy for your body to break those down, and uh it doesn't take a lot of energy you know to to do any of that, so you get energy out. secondly, those foods have a lot more energy in them, right. Uh, for your body to extract. So, not only does it take less energy to get the, 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 to break it down and, and to get the energy out, but you actually get more energy uh, from the, the, the food, from that nutrition. Right. And so that's why people are like, man, I'm, I'm so tired. I'm like, you're tired because you're eating this stuff that your body's fighting to even try to break down. It can't even you know begin it's like yeah i just i think of it like if your stomach had its own brain it'd be you know you eat something that's really hard for your body to break down the more processed it is the harder it is to break down right and uh and i just imagine your stomach being like oh gosh i gotta go on a double shift again you know (laughs) (laughs) it's like this
0: sucks (laughs) over time again today
1: yeah right right his boss is pushing us too hard (laughs) um but yeah i mean when you make it simple like that that's how that's how your organs break down. You know, people go, oh, I got, I've got um, GERD, you know, and I'm like, well, why do you have that? You know, how did that develop? It didn't just happen. It right. developed. It developed because you were putting too much pressure on your stomach over time or I developed diabetes. Well, How did you develop that? Your pancreas stopped working because you were putting too much pressure on it for too long. And, uh, and so, you know, when I start getting people to understand these concepts, you listen to it repetitively and you're like, oh my gosh, this is not as hard as I thought. It's really not that complicated. Yeah, we make it complicated
0: though. Yeah. I I lost. Uh, so when when I started losing weight, I actually stopped having uh, an acid or the the acid reflux. I had yeah. it, I had it so bad for for years, and then once I lost weight, it's like gone.
1: Oh, and here's something funny too. You know, people think they understand acid reflux, which is. Um, A it's a coined term by pharmaceutical companies. Think about this for a second. Acid in your stomach is a pH of about two. Okay. Literally, if you took the acid out of your stomach and dumped it on your table, it would literally burn through the table. Okay. So they, you know, acid reflux, people think there's acid coming up into their throat, which was what burns. Right. And that's called, that's called an esophageal um uh where where when the acid actually comes up like that, you're actually burning through the esophagus, right? That's very rare. It's, it's, you know, not very likely that that actually occurs. Right. Uh, What actually happens is, is that your stomach is not able to produce enough acid, right? So your, the food gets down there, the more processed it is, it's harder for your body to break down. Your stomach's trying to produce acid, but it's, it's been Pushed to the limit, it can't produce acid like it used to, which means it can't break the food down as quickly as you want. So it sits there in your stomach and kind of ferments. Right. And so when it ferments, it produces gas, and the gas is what actually irritates the esophagus, and that's why people belch and burp, and you know that that's one of the symptoms. Right. And so the solution for, for most people um, that they well they think the solution this is the wrong solution, but they think the solution is to eat an acid which cools it down, but they're actually stifling their stomach's production of acid. So it just produces the the result again <laughs> next time you eat. Makes it, it actually <laughs> pro- prolongs the problem. Yeah. So you know, people just, they just they think they know something, but it's not really true. Right. You know, it's like oh, I just I my stomach produces too much acid and it comes up in my throat, and I'm like, no, that's that's not what's happening. You know, so. Um, Anyway, once you understand those things, you're like, oh, okay, so if I eat better, meaning, you know, uh, more natural stuff, then my stomach's able to break it down easier and it doesn't have to work as hard. So then it literally, um, you know, can heal. The stomach can have time to heal. right? And the intestines the same way. And so it's not just, oh, I'm eating to lose weight. I'm also eating to help my internal organs heal properly.
0: It can be, I, I, people don't realize it, but it is absolutely life changing. When you alter the way that you are and really become who you're really meant to be, uh, it truly changes, it changes everything in your life. It doesn't just change your weight. I mean, it changes your, your mentality. It changes your mindset. It changes, Mm -hmm. it actually helps every aspect of your life. It's not just the weight.
1: And what's funny is, is, is when people start losing weight, the fear starts to creep up. The fear of um, the unknown, you know, am I going to be able to have the same friends and what do I do at parties and all these fears pop up and that's why they stop and go backwards. And so, you know, what I tell people that what we really are doing in this, in, in the program is, is we're really working on understanding uh, what those fears are and then breaking them, breaking them down and having a plan and solution for all of them. Right. Um, But people, you know, they just start like you just said, every, it changes everything in your life. But that's scary as hell to people. Yeah, it's like Oh, man, it changes everything. I don't know if I want to do that. You know, and I'm like, I know that's scary. But, you know, long term, it's, it's so much you end up where you want to be. And what I tell people a lot, too, is if you have this yearning in your soul, you feel like something's not right. It's because it's not right. You aren't where you want to be. And that's totally OK. Um, you're trying to figure it out but you're probably using tactics that really aren't, you know, going to help long-term and yeah. that's, that's what I'm here to do. And and that's why I want to, I want to change, you know, millions of people's lives by doing this and, you know, have people stop doing these, you know, quick diet schemes and, uh, you know, buying things they don't need to buy and, you know, they get, They're sitting on their couch at two in the morning eating Cheetos and they buy the Nordic track or something and, 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 you know, like, oh, this is going to change my life. No, it's not. It starts in your mind, man. Nordic track doesn't change your life unless you, you have the mindset to get on the darn thing, Yep. but uh, it all starts with eating and, uh, and that's understanding it making it simple is, is my goal for people. Um, so yeah, and I would love to give them the five do's and don'ts. I have a, a, a PDF of that. I can send that to them. People hang it on their fridge and just kind of look at it all the time and it reminds them. Um, and then also, like I said, the link on the website, they can have the five steps to improve their life in any area. I mean, immediate steps. They're they're quick and, and immediate, and they can have that as well. Um, like I said, I'm here to serve and I want to help as many people as possible.
0: Oh, well, thank you so much, Dr. G, for taking the time to visit with us today. And I want to thank everyone uh, for listening as well. You know, be sure to visit the show notes and follow the link, you know, and discover the five steps that Dr. G used to transform his own life from ordinary to extraordinary. And please subscribe to this podcast on whatever platform that you're on and leave a comment. You know, that's how other people are going to find the show. And until next episode, here's to you and always remember your future.